Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Niners Cruise, and we've got some starts and sits for you right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. What's up, everybody? I'm filling in for Chris Towers. I'm Adam Azer, and Jamie Eisenberg's filling in for Adam Azer. Welcome to the show, Jamie Eisenberg. How we doing? You know, you sent me a text 10 minutes ago. Do you want to jump on yeah. FFT and 5 with me? Sure. Yeah. Why not? So I was going to do this show myself. I was prepared for that, so I have a whole thing. So I'm going to just pull up this tweet and tell me if you agree or disagree with all of my fantasy takes from this 30-12 to 12 win for the 49ers. Uh, Brock Purdy, uh, I can't read it, it's too small for me here, but I'm going to go to Twitter. Brock Purdy is who he is, good backup fantasy quarterback, can help you in a pinch. This was one of this was his second best regular season game ever from a fantasy standpoint, 24.4 points, but still I would say good backup fantasy quarterback, you agree? Uh, I definitely agree, yes. Not quite a top 12 guy rest of season or anything. No, I mean, we said it going into the the game that, you know, you're, you're basically getting 20 to 22 points uh, when he's doing what he does, and he got you a little bit more today. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, amazing. We agree there. Debo Samuel, must start. We agree there. I'm saying, I assume we agree there, George Kittle, sell high, benefited from Ayuk's absence. Yeah, I just, uh, I'm, I'm waiting to do a hit for CBS Sports HQ, and they asked me my winners and, and losers from the game, and George Kittle is the biggest winner because he did take advantage of Brandon Ayuk being out. And so, yes, sell high. And they took advantage of the Giants, too. They really have a bad secondary. Right, but does he do this if Ayuk is there? Probably not. Not to this degree. I think he still would have had a good game. But um, Daniel Jones, matchup dependent. Yep. Yeah. You can't start him You can't start him against the 49ers and the Cowboys. Um, next week, Seahawks might be a little bit better. Giants running backs and wide receivers other than Barkley. Nope. Uh, agreed. Although I, I, I want to, <clears throat> if, if I have a... Deep enough bench, I would not mind stashing Wandale or Hyatt because I think as the season goes on, they will start to be more involved. And then this is the one that's going to be the most controversial. I said Darren Waller, buy low. People are really angry with Darren Waller, but I think it's the matchups. It's the 49ers and the Cowboys completely killing the Giants' offense and up front destroying them. How can you be successful there? It won't be like that every week. So I say buy low, and I would say I would rather have him than George Kittle. Do you agree with that? I, I do. I mean, you know, he had some, you know, bad drops tonight, you know, so that was a little frustrating to watch. But you you could see that Daniel Jones is looking for him. And, and as you alluded to, you know, again, we'll see what happens as the season goes on with some of these younger receivers. But right now, there's just not anybody aside from Paris Campbell catching the ball and falling down that, you know, is doing anything in this offense. So I think Darren Waller will get much better. Okay. I like how you left all your notifications up to make it look like you got a lot of <laughs> I don't know how to tear, turn those off. I'm sorry. Well, you click on them and then they disappear. Oh, my bad. My bad. Uh, okay, so I was going to do three players I like and three players I don't like, but I'm such an optimist that I'm going with four players I like and two players I don't like for Fantasy Week 3. Okay, here we go. Tell me if you if you agree with these likes. I like okay. Jordan Addison. He's a big play guy. We've seen that. And the Chargers are getting killed on the deep ball this year. I like Addison. Love Addison, yep. Uh, I think we'll see, hopefully, some more involvement. You know, he's been saved by the touchdowns the last two games, but 
this is the highest point total of the week, and you should be getting a lot of production from the main guys, and I think he's one of the main guys. I like Amari Cooper this week. I know you agree with that. Four wide receivers of 80 or more yards against the Titans already. I don't see why Cooper can't do that. I am doing my DFS lineups for tomorrow for uh, the story that I write for Sportsline, and those are two guys that are in both my lineups. And he's getting a ton of targets when he's been on the field. I like Josh Kelly. I'm going to stick with that uh, Chargers-Vikings game. He's still running all the routes, basically. He's not getting any targets, but it wouldn't surprise me if he had two, three, maybe four catches. I like him enough. So uh, last week I did this. uh, We're going to do it every week. My favorite DFS play. And I like to check the uh, PFF projected ownership for roster percentage, whatever you want to call it, for um, for the weekend. You know, mm-hmm. they, they just give an idea. He has 0% roster ship wow. right now. now. That will obviously change if Austin <laughs> Eckler is ruled out. Yeah. But I think just looking at it, that there's such a big opportunity here whenever you get a player like this who disappointed the previous week. And if his role can't see it really changing because I don't think it was his fault taking on the Titans, he's got a golden opportunity. So... You know, he's uh, he's somebody that's ranked low to, or, you know, in, in 20 to 24 for me right now in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep moving him up daily, you know, and so he might be like in top 15 if there's, if that oh, wow. up. I don't know if I like him that much, but I, I like him. Um, Michael. It's bad week for running backs, man. It's true. Yeah. I like Michael Pittman. I think he's going to be a total target hog against a depleted secondary. He's off to a good start. I think Michael Pittman's more or less a must start for me. So a couple things. You got to check it out. The offensive line for the Colts is really banged up right now, as you've alluded to throughout the week with Quentin Nelson and, and Ryan Kelly. Uh, you also got to check out the weather, the weather uh, yeah. projected bad weather there in Baltimore. So um, mm-hmm. I'd be a little bit nervous if both those things are not in his favor for an indoor player going into that environment with that pass rush on uh, Gardner Minshew. So in a perfect situation, I think Pittman would be okay. Um, but I still think we're going to get a lot of, Six for 57 for 45, you know, not 47 for 65, you know, so 12, 13 PPR points. It's not going to crush you, but I don't think there's a high ceiling. I don't think there's going to be a lot of touchdowns. All right, yeah, the weather is definitely something to keep in mind. And then the two players I'm avoiding, Brian Robinson against Buffalo. I think the score might might take him out of the game plan. And Jerome Ford against Tennessee. Yeah, how often are we going to make the mistake against Tennessee? I don't really want to do it this week. Brian Robinson, Jerome Ford. Yeah, I, I would lean a little bit more toward Ford than I would Robinson, but mm-hmm. I see your point on both. You know, it's one of those situations where it just depends on what you have. You know, I, I hate when we get in these situations of go spend all your fab on this player. Oh, yeah, and don't start him. Yeah. You know, like it's just, it, it, it's, it sucks. You know, it's not like a, a Kyron Williams or a Puka Nakua who, you know, we, we were kind of saying the same thing last week and they deliver. I don't think Jerome Ford is going to deliver, you know, without a touchdown. And, and you brought this up. Uh, what he did in the Cincinnati game and what he did without the 69-yard run. But there's still that in his bag that he can maybe get to that level, you know, with a broken play. But it's such, such a tough matchup. It's not just the first two weeks. And I know they've kind of kind of gotten a little bit lucky with facing Jamal Williams and facing Josh Kelly. So they've been back up to back up to back up now in terms of the Titans' opponents. But I hope the, the Cleveland offensive line comes through and they, they have a little bit of opportunity here to be successful. All right. Thank you very much for hopping on, Jamie Eisenberg. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. Filling in for Chris Towers, I'm Adam Azer. This is Fantasy Football Today in 5. Five.